Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to be wrapping up John chapter 11 today, starting in verse 55. It was now almost time for the Jewish Passover celebration, and many people from all over the country arrived in Jerusalem several days early so they could go through the purification ceremony before Passover began. They kept looking for Jesus. But as they stood around in the temple, they said to each other, What do you think? He won't come for Passover, will he? Meanwhile, the leading priests and Pharisees had publicly ordered that anyone seeing Jesus must report it immediately so they could arrest him. Everyone is on high alert for Jesus, and we see two different groups of people that we've talked about them before, what their motivation is, and we're going to cover that briefly, but I want to spend a lot of time looking at this Passover celebration We have the crowds looking for Jesus, and they want him to be this leader that they're expecting him to be, to be this Messiah. And they're wanting him that maybe this is it. He's going to establish the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus has already spoken to that as he's on his way from Jericho to Jerusalem. We also see the Pharisees who are looking for him for a completely different reason. They're looking to arrest him. They are wanting to silence him in order to maintain the peace with the Romans and to stop any kind of rebellion or uprising that might happen while maintaining spiritual authority and power. They are maintaining their positions while trying to appease the Romans. Jesus here, as he's on his way to Jerusalem, knows full well what's going to happen. And there's some even in the crowds that are expecting, based on the attitude of the Pharisees and the messages that they're giving us as spiritual leaders, we're probably not going to see Jesus. And yet, here he comes on his way. We have to look at the Passover, though. And this is something that's been touched on throughout Jesus' ministry as he makes his way to Jerusalem, as John records especially. And this points us back to Exodus chapter 12 for the origin story of this very incredible and special festival that the Jewish people celebrate. And there's an element here where we as Christians celebrate the Passover as well. It's fine for us to be able to do this because the Passover immediately points us to the coming Messiah. The Israelites are slaves in Egypt at this point, and for those of you who know the story of Exodus, we know that the Israelites have been slaves and living in Egypt for 400 years, and 430 years is the number since Joseph and his family moved into the land of Goshen, and that is at the end of Genesis. So looking at the end of Genesis into Exodus, we see that the Israelites are now in desperate need for deliverance. They are being treated and handled as slaves. Because the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, is incredibly frightened because if they're attacked by enemies and the enemies decide, hey, let's free the slaves, the slaves could boost their number and wind up overthrowing the Egyptians. So in order to keep them as slaves, there is an incredible amount of oppression that is taking place from the Egyptians to the Israelites. In their asking for deliverance, God raises up a leader, and that leader is Moses. And Moses and Pharaoh have this exchange where Moses speaks through uh, through Aaron, saying, let my people go, thus says the Lord. And Pharaoh says, no. And through this exchange, plagues come to the land of Egypt to show the authority and power that God has. But Pharaoh remains stubborn. Finally, this 10th plague comes, and it's the plague of death. And God gives instructions in Exodus 12, and I'm going to again point you there in order so that you can see the instructions of what is involved with this plague in order to save the Israelites from the death that is coming. What is told to them is that the oldest in each family is going to die. 
the oldest. And now imagine that in your family, figure out who's the oldest. The oldest in each family is going to die. But God is going to provide a way for them to be saved. A lamb is going to need to die instead of the people. Now, not just any lamb, but it has to be a perfect lamb. A spotless lamb has to be a year old. And you will take the blood of that lamb and you are going to put it on your doorposts. And that would be a sign for the plague of death to pass over the house. Do you catch it? The pa- literally passing over that house. Death was there and it passed over because the lamb died so that the oldest of that household wouldn't have to. While this is taking place, there's instructions for a meal that is going to happen at the same time, which is why it's a feast of Passover, and it's the meal called the Seder. Now, this is supposed to be eaten very quickly because the instructions are make it in haste. Eat it quickly, literally with your coat on and your shoes tied because you're going to be leaving Egypt first thing in the morning. There's no time to pack a bag then. Do it now. And this is an incredibly important feast for the Jewish people. This is something that they would travel to Jerusalem to celebrate together in remembrance of God saving them from their captors. God bringing them out of the land of their oppression into the land that they are given, uh, that they are promised, this promised land of Israel. The link to Jesus here is beautiful and clear. And I would suspect that many of you picked up on it as I gave a very, very broad brush summary of what the Passover entails. For us as Christians here today, for those of us who are following Jesus, we recognize that we are in captivity in our sin. Our captors continue to oppress us and we need to be saved. There's no way for us to be saved except for God's intervention. Death is the sentence because of our sin. We are promised that death is what is going to result because of our sin. But God provides us a way through that punishment. God provides us a lamb in order to die for us so that we don't have to. You see that Passover celebration where instead of us dying, Jesus dies for us. Jesus is our Passover lamb. And through his blood and sacrifice, we are saved not only from death, but from the devil, from those who would cap, uh, keep us captive and those who would continue to oppress us. And again, this is a beautiful and clear link to Jesus. And we're going to keep touching on this as we look through this last week of Jesus' ministry. But I wanted to take especially this episode with these few verses to look at what's involved. And I want to encourage you as we wrap up this episode to do some more digging into the Passover and what is involved in the Seder meal, because we are going to be looking at both of those in the episodes coming up. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.